Welcome to the Diversity Rewind. You're listening with Jake Curzon, and this is the podcast where we're going to discuss everything LGBTQ. Today, we're going to discuss all things LGBTQ with Courtney Nelson. Hi, Courtney. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Yeah, really well, thank you. And thank you for joining me today. I wanted to jump in and discuss your experience in the community. Um, So for those of you who don't know, Courtney is the US team lead in talent acquisition for Informa Markets and has a wealth of experience in the recruitment industry. So thanks for coming on and speaking with me today. Of course, I'm excited to be here. It's an honor. Perfect. So can you just jump right in and tell us a little bit about you? Most definitely, Jake. And again, thank you for having me. As you've mentioned previously, I am a talent acquisition leader at Informa Markets for the U.S., and I am a lesbian, very noticeably so by society standards of what a lesbian should look like. So it's really not hard to tell. I say that just because I do believe how I look and dress has harmed me some in my career. Okay, thanks for sharing this, Courtney. And I'm really glad that you feel open and comfortable sharing that with us today. So should we start with your previous experience in the LGBTQ plus community? Yeah, most definitely. It really goes back uh, to where I'm from, which I'm originally from West Virginia. And in West Virginia, people don't really like difference. And it was really hard because in high school, I had a lot of friends or people who I thought were friends that didn't want to sit next to me or have pictures taken with me because if they'd be seen with someone like me, I could rub off on them in a bad way, turn them gay per se. Um, And that's exactly what drove me out of that area and brought me to Dallas today. It really caused me to really not realize I was potentially being discriminated against or having unconscious bias towards me from senior leaders in my past roles as well, because I was just so used to it at West Virginia. Wow. Okay. Interesting. And I can't believe that people used to not want to have photos with you. That just seems crazy to me, but also really sad. Um, You know, I, for one, am really glad that high school is over as I didn't have the best experience either. It just seems like it doesn't matter where you're from. People just don't like different. But, you know, look, at least we're both out of the schooling system now. So in regards to your career then, Can you maybe just talk to us a little bit about your early career and your experience being openly gay at work? Yeah, of course. And in my career, I never really noticed the discrimination or bias against me, as I mentioned. I think West Virginia, because it was just so frequent at that point, to me, it just wasn't, it didn't bother me. I didn't allow it to bother me throughout my career. Uh, But when I think back, there are occasions that pop up where I can see the discrimination that did happen against me, and I just looked at it as ignorance and moved on. One example that really stands out to me now is when I was 23, I was promoted into a leadership position where I would be in a corporate office versus a field team, and I wanted to make a good impression. Who doesn't? And I had long hair at the time. My hair's short now, so I'm, again, I'm more noticeably lesbian, but I had long hair then. And to not be too out there with my gayness, I wore makeup and that's not something I do and I would straighten my hair and I would wear men's clothes still it was tight fit outfit slacks button up vest and a tie not really too long after starting this leadership position I was approached my my VP at the time who asked me to really kind of ditch the tie and vest because it was making me very unapproachable 
And I found out later on that the reason I was asked to ditch the tie and vest was because employees were really complaining on me because I looked too lesbian wearing men's suit like attire and how I dressed. Um, So it was like I was throwing the lesbianism out there for them. Wow. And in reality, you were actually just trying to dress nice and do a good job. So that's not fair at all. And I'm really sorry you got treated that way. You know, why should it matter what you look like? To me, as long as you're doing your job and you're getting it done, then that's all that should matter. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. It is. And it didn't, you know, it didn't really hit me until later in my late 20s when I really thought back to all these instances that happened that were similar to that. And uh, because I had growth at my past employers and I continued to grow into leadership positions and I continued to, to get into promotions until I hit a certain level of leadership. Um, and I, after I hit a certain level, I started to get passed up on promotions. I was looking to move into a more senior title, a director level role. And um, in the department I was within, we had eight different senior leaders that came in within the five years of me being there. And I was passed up the last couple of times when I had went for it. I would ask for feedback, could never really get any for the most part, except once. And whenever I got that feedback one time, it was that I wasn't inclusive enough. And I challenged it, and there wasn't really a rebuttal outside of I wasn't ready. I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong because I'd still end up in the senior leadership meetings, driving them or guiding the person who was brought in over me. It wasn't until someone close to me asked if I thought it was because of what I looked like. And at that moment, it dawned on me that there was no one openly or out or at least visibly shown that they're in the LGBT community in senior levels past the leadership step that I was in. And at that point, I knew there needed to be a change whenever I went for it one more time to get that director position and was passed by. I knew that there was no opportunity for growth with me. And it seemed like it was because of who I was, even though there was no visible discrimination at that point it's just there was no one who looked like me in those senior levels um so i moved into informa where informa has really been an employer that you can visibly see lgbtq plus you can see that they're very friendly they have groups of support called all informa rainbow so i feel no reservations to be who i am here thanks for sharing that with me courtney and you know the fact that you got turned down because you wasn't inclusive enough is just wild because you know for me you're one of the most inclusive people that I know and it is part of of who you are so that's mad but can you maybe tell me a bit more then about how you feel the culture is within former do you think maybe there's any improvements that we can still make yeah you know I think there's definitely areas where you know as we move up there's going to be room to continue to grow from a senior leadership status right um there's there are VPs here that are openly gay and, and openly out, openly trans and LGBTQ plus in general in the community. So that's amazing to see. So you're not kind of getting stuck at a manager level. Um, but I think it'll be great to see as we evolve into more executive leadership coming into the LGBT community and having those more visibly in those places as well. Okay, thanks. And my one question for you then before we leave it today is what would you change about the way LGBTQ plus people are seen specifically within the events industry? I know that's a tricky one, but what would you say? Yeah, you know, that one is tricky because if you look at fashion, I would say that um, that is a very inclusive industry to the LGBT community. But if you look at like agriculture or um, 
aviation, it may be different because those are more traditional areas. Um, so I would just say continuing to um, see the events industry be more involved in LGBTQ community and, and see more efforts being in there to be more inclusive and to draw those people in through different ways and different approaches on their events, maybe having groups within it for LGBT plus or having stands specific to LGBT. That's fantastic. And you know what, I totally agree. Having the internal groups is amazing. But if we could ever get that actually out on the event floor, so that our clients could also see that I think that would be amazing. Um, but look, Courtney, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I really, really appreciate you coming on and, and speaking with me about your experiences. Of course, I am happy to be here. And definitely, again, as I mentioned earlier, it's an honor to be on here. And I'm excited to speak and I'm excited to tune in for all the other people you'll have joining in as well. Great. Thanks so much. Once again, thanks guys for joining and tuning in today uh, for another episode of the Diversity Rewind. I will be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new, exciting, special guest. So stay tuned and I'll be back soon.